Hey everyone, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to the Creative Nature Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, today is a really spacious Sunday. I have cleared the weekend after a really busy week to just kind of be and go with the flow. Um, really love those kinds of days where you don't know what time it is. I feel the next level up is being on a holiday for so long that you don't know what weekday it was. That is pretty special. I haven't had that in a while, but I fucking love it. So good. Anyway, I want to talk about making space for summertime sadness and grief today. Um, I know this is on some people's minds. I've heard a lot of people talk about this um, in my own private world, in my friendships, but also in the wider world. And yeah, just felt good to sit down and record a video, uh, a solo episode on this. Before I go into it, I want to make a few announcements. Firstly, the Embodied Business community is open a little bit longer. Um, I had initially intended for it to close on Monday, but the truth is that the week before that, I felt pretty down. I felt pretty overwhelmed and weighed down by the world and what's happening in it. And then I also cared for a family member from a distance And I had my sister come to visit me, which was so beautiful and really what I needed. We hadn't believed that this was going to be possible for the most part of the summer and decided to go for it really spontaneously. Um, yeah, she is on, or she was on her way back by train and it was difficult and, um, yeah, more complicated in some ways that we expected, but we really just have missed each other so much hadn't seen her in almost two years and we were really careful and in the end we decided to go for it but that also meant that I really wanted to be present with this super precious experience and really soak it all up and so I haven't sent another newsletter or recorded another episode over um, at Yarrow Digital um, and so the ABC is still open and we still have five spot left, spots left and It'll just be open until they're taken and I'll link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. The second announcement is that I'm offering a stories weekend over, over the sound weekend on the 30th and 31st of October and that is on early bear pricing until the end of September. It costs $40 for the whole weekend. Partial scholarships are available. I think that's going to be really beautiful. I think that's one of the main things I really look forward to with autumn coming and the changes, uh, the changes seasons changing and just being together with people and practicing. It's going to be pretty introvert friendly. I've changed the time slightly for it to start later so that people from different time zones can more easily make it without having to get up super early in the morning. Um, we'll practice tarot together, we'll tell stories, meditate, I'll offer some ritual ideas And there will also be some time to work creatively together, maybe on a little crafty thing that you've been meaning to um, dive into for a while. So you can check that out in the show notes as well. All right, so now making time for summertime sadness and grief. I think with summer, and especially summer coming to an end, there can be a lot of pressure for us to have fun and be out there and enjoy the season while it lasts. I know I definitely feel that way and I love you know there's many things I really love about summer it's just so abundant um, and lush to be out in nature and to be surrounded by all these colors and birds and 
food and just you know there's so much of everything there's so much light especially here in Scotland I really feel the difference between the light in the summer and winter in my body in such deep levels and I really appreciate that but I also hear a lot of people say that they've been holding out for summer for a really long time. Um, we have here been in three lockdowns, which felt very long and quite deep and obviously very isolating. And so I think we've been holding out, you know, imagining that summer would be this amazing reunion, that maybe it would be the summer of love, that things would feel lighter for a long time. And there has been real beauty, you know, it has been really wonderful in lots of ways. I have seen more of my friends outside, um, I've become more mobile, I'm vaccinated now. But it's also been difficult and in some ways more difficult than maybe we had anticipated. I think one thing that I've been touching in on with many people is that reconnecting is amazing and we really miss each other, but actually... It can also be draining to um, suddenly navigate all these new things, um, such as being together in person, you know, and really checking in on our energy levels and also thinking about what we even actually really want from those times we spend with other people and what we feel safe uh, for everyone involved. In um, Scotland, where I live, numbers are quite high again at the moment. They have been rising steadily over the last I don't know how many weeks, um, it feels like a long time. And so there's a real sense, I think, of wanting to be really careful and really minimizing risks. And it certainly doesn't feel carefree, you know, in, in the way that maybe in the depth of winter we had hoped it would be. And then there's also the uncertainty about winter and what that's going to look like and what is going to be possible, what is going to feel um, good for us. I think there is so much to look forward to. I um, Around the summer solstice in June, I kind of never see the night sky, which really feels puzzling to me. I sleep quite a lot, so I usually in the summer go to bed at like 10, and then I'll get up at like between 7 and 8. And that means it's always light. And so now the the darkness is really slowly coming back. And I actually feel real relief around that. I really love the coziness of being able to light candles and or getting up early in the morning and feeling like you awake before anything has really happened. And it's kind of like this magic time where the day hasn't really started, doesn't really feel busy yet. People, um, you know, like there's no one on the road just yet. Um, but you can see the sun slowly come up and kind of really enjoy the peaceful moment that that is. Um, so I actually really, yeah, I really feel that. And I also enjoy that there's a sense of permission giving and shifting into autumn. It feels like a time of the year that affirms who I am, whereas summer, I think, challenges me sometimes to be different than I am, if that makes sense. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited to make elderberry syrup when it's time. I'm excited to read more, um, to light candles, like I said, to send snail mail, to make hot tea. I remember this one day a few weeks ago, we were in a heat wave here. It was so bright and, you know, like beautiful in some ways, but it was a long heat wave of two weeks or so. And I was just sweating all the time and I found it really hard to work. 
And then suddenly there was one day where I woke up, it was overcast, and it was raining really heavily. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And I made some hot, spicy tea and sat down. I really loved it. And I guess I'm living in the right country for that kind of thing. Anyway, um, I think I also want to say that um, the world is just a lot right now. I think I am really struggling sometimes to find a balance between staying engaged with the news and wanting to know what's going on and wanting to feel you know compassionate and open to that and being able to do whatever it is that I can without becoming uh, frozen or or overwhelmed or being in the story that there's absolutely nothing I can do but also recognizing that um unlimited news consumption isn't actually helping anyone and really frying my nervous system sometimes and it doesn't make me a better friend or a better activist it just drains my energy and it robs me of time that I could be spending in other ways so I'm really trying to be more discerning with what is effective in terms of working with grief and and making time for that summer summertime sadness <laughs> Yeah, and at the same time, thinking about winter and preparing for that and staying connected with people I love. I'm also thinking about what we've learned from the pandemic. I think what feels a bit sad about this time is that we are on such different timelines and it can feel sometimes like we are in very different experiences. I think in the very beginning, there was more of a sense of you know, collectively confronting the same thing with a lot of intensity and really focusing on mutual aid and compassion and harm reduction in a way. And now, in the second year of the pandemic, we're all in on such different timelines. On a most practical level, I've been waiting for a long time, but not for a long time because I was waiting to be vaccinated anyway. But anyway... I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm in touch with my family and friends in Germany and um, we always kind of check out, you know, what's happening in each other's worlds and we seem to always be in waves out of sync. So when numbers are really low in Germany, they're very high here and vice versa. And that's such a shame. It feels disconnecting in a way. I wish also on a practical level that there had been a time where... Um, numbers on both ends had been really low and then maybe I would have been able to travel back um and I think beyond that beyond you know the numbers and the lockdowns or whatever I think we're also you know increasingly in different um economic situations in different in different you know scenarios of isolation or connectedness with other people so we're navigating so many different strands here and I think there was something um, in last spring that was really difficult, but it also made it easier to be on the same page with other people and in a way that I found comforting at times. And I also, of course, think a lot about like how can we hold on to the lessons that we learn because they've been so important and we really, we really need them. We have so much more to confront together. Climate change is one big thing that comes to mind. And so I, I think I'm grieving for any opportunity lost in 
holding and embodying and integrating these lessons and experiences in constructive and empowering ways. And I'm not saying at all that's our loss, you know, I think there has definitely so much beauty that has come out of the things that have been learned and um yeah it's just complicated isn't it and it feels nice to say out loud you know it's difficult it's a weird time we've all been wanting a happy summer for a long time and and happiness can be a strange beast I feel like you know of course being happy is beautiful but sometimes it feels more achievable to reach for contentment or feeling comfortable and sometimes Feeling comfortable for me right now means turning down fun things or things that could be, you know, happy in a conventional sense. And again, if that's you as well, then I hope you're feeling less alone just listening to this. I also know from experience with with heartbreak that there's it kind of, you know, like denying ourselves grief and not making time for it when it is appropriate is a losing game with the future in a way because it always comes back it always haunts us in a way and I think one of the things I found most difficult about lockdown and being along with my, my myself and my thoughts so much was really having to revisit these parts of my life or parts of my story that I hadn't completely grieved or I hadn't even acknowledged that, that something difficult had happened like that really bit me in the bum you know when it was time for winter and and being so um so much at home and so much in my own space in my head and so I really I don't want to build up more of that stuff uh for my future I want to be in the future and and now (laughs) definitely someone who is open and engaged and has capacity for joy and um the whole range of human emotions because I'm not carrying around with me this buildup of grief from the pandemic so I would like to be in gentle practices now um, that make space for that I also feel like it's good to remember right now that you can be sad and still do nice things right like you don't have to pretend to be happy to have a nice experience you can be honest um, with yourself and still have fun and and that can actually feel really beautiful I'm also thinking about um, the intimacy that we create when when we're honest about our limitations with my sister visiting um, and the walker that I now have for example I've been able to get to the beach last week and we went on a few small walks and it was so beautiful I definitely overdid it and I was paying for it. My leg was very slow, swollen and painful. And I was in trouble with my physiotherapist. Um, but it was so good to have my sister's support and be able to do these things again. And I was looking at the sea. And in fact, I will uh, post a picture that I took of the sea um, with this episode. And I was just really filled with so much appreciation and joy for how you know the waves were glittering and how the sand felt under my naked feet and it was warm and beautiful and there were birds and my little dog came along and I had a really nice time but I also kind of was present with the fact that it was a difficult time and I was in pain and I felt really sad to say goodbye to my sister not knowing when we would see each other again and so I feel like maybe this time is really an invitation to 
expand our capacity to be with the multiplicity and complexity of different emotions at once. Like that's something I really want to learn. I think that's something that will serve us for a long time to come. That's something we can make great art about. And yeah, it just feels human, doesn't it? Yeah. I think that's already the end of my little waffle here. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me. I would love to hear what you think as always. Oh yeah, one more thing I will say. <clears throat> so yeah, EBC is open. The Stories Weekend is happening in late October. And also um, from September, the first Saturday each month, I'm offering creative space sessions again for patrons. I'm super excited for them. They're very sweet and cozy. We did them weekly over winter. That might come back as well. But for now, we're starting with the first Saturday each month. It's an open space where we're opening together. I draw a card. We do a short meditation. We check in. And then we each uh, quietly work on any creative project that we currently feel like working on. And yeah, really love that. If you miss your own creative practice and you want to be together with other people to recommit to it, then that might be a nice space to check out. Okay, thank you again for listening. Sending so much love to your own summertime sadness and joy. <laughs>